0: I'd rather be here than to be in the best graveyard you got in Georgia. (laughs) Isn't this good? Just to love God, to know that you're a Christian, to love Him and serve Him. He's worthy to be worshiped and served. Brother Quick came cutting to the quick. <clears throat> and then Brother Cole came and, boy, what a message. Thanks God for that. Thank you, God. And for all of these messages from God's servants this week, as I was seated here at the front and down deep in my soul, I was praying and saying thank you God for bringing all this together he knows how to do it he knows exactly what we need we do not all have the same emphasis or the same ministries but God brings it together I'd like to say a word to this church and this pastor and you folks at Mount Pisgah and your kindness and your uh, graciousness these, these days. Of the, uh, you've been so nice to us. Thank you. And then uh, a word to the Lord's people. Come in. They're not preachers and they're not missionaries. They're the Lord's people. Have you ever given thanks to God for the toleration of God's people? How much they have to put up with to get a little bread from us preachers. <laughs> Thank the Lord for God's people and their toleration. And I trust that uh, I have done what a morning speaker should do, and that is to set the stage so that Brother Tom could come with the message in the evenings. Well, that was my purpose in coming. The little boy was back up in the balcony and the preacher was preaching and he was moving his notes from one side of the pulpit to the other he had a big stack over here and he'd started and then he began to put them over here and they began to grow on this side and go down on that side little boy was watching all that and he went on for about an hour and then he ran back and he said brethren I could go on for another hour. That was more than the little fella could stand. He'd been watching all that. He jumped up and he said, You can't do it. You're out of stuff and you know it. (laughs) He done got this pile way up here. better laugh a little bit I'm coming with um, some deep truth (laughs) God of revival He's a great God He knows how to tell us what we need We've told you about the fact that God's doing right the underlying thought is His justice Told you about the fact that God sees all and is not ever baffled by anything, and He sees and knows all. God is omniscient and omniscient. Yesterday morning, God is eternal. His eternalness, unchangeableness, His immutability goes with it. God is the same. God does right. God sees all in fact, you're looking him in the eye staring him right in the eye God is a saint and yet he is pleased to turn us what a God we have remember what we said I trust that you keep it in your heart that God is tender his attributes. And the attribute of sovereignty by which he runs the world. That's the attribute by which he runs the world. Folks tell me they don't believe in the sovereignty of God. Just watch him run the world. God loves variety. All these different kinds and different emphasis on truth, and you don't believe he loves variety, just look around you this morning. You'll get that after a while. He wrongs the world by his sovereignty. And it's silly to say that you do not believe in the sovereignty of God if you believe in God at all. He's a God that knows everything. He's a God that's holy. There are many, many truths about our God. I'm wondering about this contemporary gospel we have going today. Is the contemporary gospel the true gospel? If it fails to build on the sound doctrine of God, is it the true gospel? God's character, God's standards. If it's below that, fails to meet the standard God has set forth. Now you ladies know about making those cakes. we go up the hill every, every time there was those cakes there. And the ladies bring together the ingredients and put it into a cake. A lot of this mess that you hear today doesn't have enough ingredients to make the cake. fails to build on the sound doctrine of God I notice that the apostle Paul in the book of Acts does not start at the same place when he's talking to Jews he starts with redemption when he's talking to pagans he starts with creation Jesus never gave the same word to everybody he took a fellow where he was and dealt with him so you one two three bingo that's out if it fails to build on the sound doctrine of God run from it is the contemporary gospel the true gospel If it fails to make a proper use of the law of God, and I emphasize that again this morning. I met some, they're outlaws. They don't want to have anything to do with the law of God at all. Can't separate God from his law. By the way, preachers, start preaching on the law. It's a mouth stopper, says Paul. When does a man get saved? When he quits talking. That's when he gets saved. It's a mouth stopper. It stops his mouth. Proper use of the law of God. Is the contemporary gospel the true gospel? If it fails to sound the note, biblical repentance. Why, submission a missing one, isn't Well, Dr. Vance Happner said, before you began to preach on repentance, you pledge your head to heaven. <laughs> Better do it. Repentance is a missing note. It's done on purpose. Folks, leave it out. Prayer, faith, repentance is lifelong processes in the life of a Christian. This brother's talking about having fun in life. Well, I have fun in the ministry. It's a lot of fun. You don't weaken I believe that a Christian is the happiest person in the world and the most miserable at the same time. You're right. All right. He's happy he's going over yonder. <laughs> don't get out of here. But he's miserable going through. <laughs> we need biblical repentance. When you go back to your place of ministry, don't miss the note on repentance. Repentance is the only authority we have to carry into all the world yes. what do we call the great commission Matthew 28 you do not have the message there he gives the task and Mark he gives the scope In John, he gives the authority. As my father sent me, even so send I you. In Acts eight, he gives the power. Oh by the way, he not going the spirit of God is not going to give you power. He is the power. Yeah. Amen. I left one out. That's where the message is. Luke 24. He said that repentance! and remission forgiveness of sins should be preached in my name where in all the world it's the only place you got the message and it's the message of repentance and you commanded, to carry that message don't run without a message That's the only authorized message you've got. Don't worry about faith. Faith follows closely behind repentance. It'd be hard to tell if I came through that door whether Frank or McGuire came through it at the same time. Found the note of biblical repentance. Is the contemporary gospel a real gospel if it does not make clear that saving faith is a response of the whole man to the whole Christ? If it fails there, it's failed there must be a response from the heart to the gospel is the contemporary gospel the true gospel if it fails to make clear that holiness and obedience is necessary fruits of the gospel must be necessary Crus coming <clears throat> Isaiah at chapter 40. Let's read a little bit. In verse 15, he says, "Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as the small dust of the balance." Behold, he taketh up the aisles as a very little thing. <clears throat> then in verse 21, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof as grasshoppers that stretch out the heavens as a curtain and spread them out as a tent to dwell in. Look down at verse 25. To whom then will you liken me, or shall I be equal? saith the Holy One? Verse 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Neither is weary and there is no searching of his understanding. 42.8 I am the Lord that is my name my glory will I not give to another not half of it not uh, a fifth of it Not uh, 2% of it, not any of it. You know what he'll say? Take your little red wagon and pull it by yourself. Try to steal his glory. My glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. In the forty-third chapter. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I chosen, and ye know and believe me, and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Then chapter 44, thus saith the king, the Lord, the king of Israel and his redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last and beside me there is no God. Down in verse 8, Fear ye not, neither be afraid, have I not told thee from that time, and have declared it, Year even my witnesses, is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God, I know not any. The God that men will face one day, The God that men will face one day. The most important thing about you is what you think of God. When you think of Him, the most important thing about you. The greatest question before the church is God Himself. It's the greatest question before the church. Not what uh, we think He is, not our opinions of Him, not what we conceive God to be, but what He is, what the Bible declares Him to be. The essence of all idolatry is thinking thoughts that are not worthy of Him. That's idolatry. Entertaining thoughts that's beneath him God made everything including you and me God made everything so don't be taken up with this monkey business the evolution and all this don't worry about that There's no life that he did not give. He takes care of his creation. Here's something I want you to take note of this morning. How that God in his Bible keeps talking about birds, animals, cattle, all of this stuff. When he talks about people perishing, he goes on to talk about cattle, animals, all of this in the Bible. You think that's put in there fill Philip's face? No, sir. There's not a man with all of his holdings and millions of dollars that could not feed the birds on the earth one day. did not have enough money. God feeds them every day. He's not any poor for it. <laughs> he takes care of the animals on the earth is greatly exercised about everything he's made. Everything! I don't understand why he made flies, but he did. (laughs) And if he wanted to do it, that's all right. One preacher said, That when he got to preaching, that there was a deacon that stuck his fingers in his ears like this and he wouldn't listen. Came to Mr. Spurgeon. Said, Mr. Spurgeon, this deacon just won't listen. Mr. Spurgeon said, Son, you pray that a fly come and light on his nose. (laughs) He'd take him out then, wouldn't he? God made everything. Everything. Then, <clears throat> this God holds all men absolutely responsible. For every little bit of light you have and you gain this week, you're more responsible. And here's one now don't fall out of your seat. Everybody connected in this community here that could get to these meetings is just as responsible as you are. You are responsible for truth you know and truth you could have known that you have taken advantage of it. Amen. I hope that didn't choke you. That's true. So you better move in the direction of life. He gives in it all. Run after it. But it makes you more responsible. And folks are afraid if you preach the doctrines of grace that man won't be responsible. My, my. He's already responsible. He's absolutely responsible and absolutely incapable. You do not start the history of the sinner when he's born. You started in the garden. Adam wasn't the innocent victim. He was a wicked rebel against God. You heard all this you know that God was wringing his hand didn't know what to do you know his man has sinned and he didn't know what to do and, and he just didn't fix and he didn't know what in the world a man had made and sinned but the Bible says that he had a calvary before he had a world First Peter 1 so he already set the thing in motion back then do you think anything going to slip up on the blind side of God why there's no past with God and there's no future with God he lives in the eternal present he sees everything back that way and everything back his way he's not bothered by time like we are he works in time (laughs) he holds all men responsible for the light he gives them third truth God will and must punish sin I emphasize that again this morning This generation doesn't believe it and we need to preach it in our churches. Church folks, you need to get on to this truth that God will punish sin. If God doesn't put sin out of business, sin will put him out of business. And not one sin is going by the board. Every sin has to be paid for. Every sin. It never entered the mind of God that sin would get by and go unpunished. You got to reckon with your sin. You got to reckon with it. Hmm. I hasten to this thought. God this God that made everything that holds men responsible this God will punish sin also the redeeming God hung his son upon a cross I am glad to get to that thought God's plan with men is one one thing as his son went yonder to the cross, he redeemed us. He redeemed us. He did it. He did it. He either did or he didn't. He did it. He did it. glad what has been emphasized this morning we're to go into all the world and give it to every, every creature for he's a redeeming God this God who will do all these things is a God that men will meet one day in judgment they will meet a God whose sovereignty they have disallowed you remember old Pharaoh? He said this. Who am I to obey this God? Next Exodus 5. Well, who is this God that I should obey him? The sovereignty of God is established in the scriptures. You can't get around it and you don't have to keep running around saying sovereignty of God all you have to do is say God you've got it he wouldn't be God if he wasn't man wouldn't be responsible if he wasn't man will meet a God whose sovereignty they have disallowed Argued with him about it. They've tried to get around it, but they're going to meet a God. And they've tried to get around. Who do you think brought the sun up this morning? Who sustains this world? Who keeps her glued together? As the Apostle Paul says in Colossians. He's a glue, glues it together. <laughs> Who do you think has salvation in his hand? Salvation's in the hand of a sovereign God. It's been put in the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. In one hand he has life. In the other hand he has judgment. John tells us. He's received this of his Father. He has life. He can give it. His judgment he can damn. He saves or damn. at it. Not when you get way out jump I'm talking about now, here and now. Placed in his hand life and such When did you come under his sovereignty? Are you disallowing? Are you disallowing? Rebelling? Can you receive, can you think of this? A man who gets one mouthful at a time of breath, that's all he can get. Isaiah 2.22. His breath is in his nostrils. He gets one mouthful at a time. He's an old wheezer. against the God of glory and the God of revival and he disallows this God they'll meet a God whose sovereignty they have disallowed the old pilgrim going to church you know And his friend met him and they didn't agree on doctrine. So he said, why, you claim to believe uh, in the sovereignty of God. and Here you are carrying your gun with you. Church. The old pilgrim said, you look at it wrong. He said, suppose that I met an Indian on the way to church. And it come his time to go and I didn't have my gun. man was going to sell his cow and he's going down the road and his friend said hey he said uh, where are you going he said I'm going to town I'm going to sell this cow he said no you ought to say Lord's will you will no he said Lord's will and no Lord's will I'm going to sell this cow went on down around the road a little bit came running back up the road Somebody jumped on him and tore his clothes and took his cow away from him. He said, hey, where are you going? He said, I'm going back home get another cow. Take it to town. He looked back at him and he said, Lord willing, he'll make a believer out of you on the sovereignty of God. You keep butting your head against it. He'll make a believer out of you. It's one thing to say I do not know and I want to know what the Bible teaches. It's another thing to fight the truth. When you butt your head against the truth you're going to butt it against God. They're going to meet a God sovereignty They've disallowed. They're going to meet a God who summons. They've disregarded. My Bible is open as we're turning now to Proverbs 1. Proverbs 1. As you see it here. verse 24 he says because I have called and ye refuse verse 28 then shall they call upon me and I will not answer when God calls a serious business (coughs) is taking place the old time used to talk about being brought by the spirit to a place that falls short of the grace of God so many can do that they can be drawn pulled moving toward the gospel and fall short of it watch that mic right there Short of the grace of God. Boy, uh, we who hold to the Calvinistic truth ought to preach a little along that line. Sometimes it takes years for folks to come, sometimes it takes a lifetime for them to come. think we can get it over real quick glory to God if it does I will laugh when their calamity cometh God laughs when it comes check out the laughter of God in the Bible boy that's something when he laughs I've got a brother named Monroe Monroe gets mad. McGuire's can get mad, you know. When Monroe gets mad, he heads down in his pocket like this. He's coming out with a knife. He's laughing, 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 laughing. I was with him one night and I begged him and pleaded with him. He cut the buttons off a man's shirt all the way up to his throat. laughing, laughing, laughing all the time. And God is going to bring calamity and judgment. He laughs when he comes. Oh, you say, Preacher McGuire, I don't believe that's the God of the Bible. You ought to read the Bible. Right. That's the kind of God men's going to meet. I call. He refused. I tremble when I see a man moved in his heart toward God. I'm glad and yet I tremble because I've seen so many come up to the truth and look it squarely in the face and turn and go away awaken just a little bit I'm frightened I tremble especially in these days I pray twice as much as I used to I plead twice as much as I used to my heart is burdened to death in these days when all the sham and the counterfeits are being preached for the truth think you ought to pat these counterfeits on the back either brother. I think you ought to expose them. I think you ought to use their initials. You know what I mean. You ought to call their names. let folks know don't be like that fella that didn't want to be from the north or the south during the war between the states so he wore a blue coat and gray breeches And he got shot at from both sides. (laughs) I've been praying that the day would come that men have to get off the fence. And God, let me just send a little juice down the fence. Knock them off on one side or the other. (laughs) We got so much compromise and bagging up. And somebody said, I believe those truths and they don't preach them. And somebody said, why, I don't believe the money ought to go there. And they shut their eyes and, and it goes. I believe you ought to stand in the pulpit and stand at the front door and stand at the back door. I don't think you ought to let the money go down a rat hole either. It'll meet a God who gives a summons but it's not a play, play things. He gives it. And then they'll meet a God whose salvation they disapproved. God, we got a better way. Sad scene in the scriptures is Jesus overlooking the city. His heart's coming out as he pleads. And he says, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, how oft I would, but ye would not. How oft I would, but ye would not. They disapprove of his salvation. Their efforts, though, are fruitless. Their beliefs are without foundation. Their ways are fatal. They want something else other than what God has. Surely salvation is not like that. God said the way of the wicked shall perish. You can't improve on God's salvation. Perfect on that and then they'll meet a God whose son they've dethroned remember in Luke 19 we will not have this man to reign over us will not no lordship for us and all These that are being raised up across the country that taking shots at the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You watch out now, be alert of them. You folks in the pew, watch out. And they're very popular with the crowds, and they get the money. Where does the money go? It goes to that crowd. mission boards what are you hitting on mission boards preachers, churches across this country is watching the way the money wagons going You're right, come on. they're going with the money Amen. and they've taken their stand against the truth of the crown rights of the king Jesus brother. the crown off his head and it's not over yet not over yet. I receive many calls in a week's time when I'm home. The young preachers and missionaries. Brother Paul Renega was here earlier in the meeting now he that has to sign or get out. He's not the only one. Many others. The lordship of Christ. They hate it. They're trying to destroy him. But they can't pull him down. They didn't make him Lord. God beat him tired. He made him Lord. Long time ago. Oh, listen. Get up on your hind legs. You get back home and preach on the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Now I'm not only talking to preachers either. You do it where you are. Tell folks he's Lord. Amen. they're going to meet this one whom they're denying one day trying to dethrone him old Dr. R.G. Lee was waiting on a platform seated on a platform waiting to speak he was the last speaker first guy got up he denied the deity of Jesus Christ the second fellow denied the scriptures. Can you get this picture? Did you ever hear old Doctor R.G. Lee? You take talking about a southerner. He was when he got to the pulpit. He said, "I know you've assigned me the subject, but he said I've sat here and listened to all this mess." And he said, this place smells like hell and looks like hell. He said, I'm going to preach on hell. And I got it on tape, brother. You can feel the flame coming off of it when he preaches. But we ought to have a backbone like that. The size are up and preach to the need of the heart. Proud to try to dethrone the Lord of glory. Stand up and be counted for him. They're going to meet a God whose spirit they have despised. You remember that passage over in Hebrews 10? spirit of grace in the east if you want to insult a man you spit in his face they get real good and mad they spit in one another's face he said don't spit in the face of God Whose spirit comes Draw oh, your heart. You do despite toward him. oh listen, nobody else is coming. He's the one. Why is this? Salvation's been! List is now being applied by the Holy Ghost of God nobody else is coming we'll meet this God one day he's a God of revival alright but he's a God of standards he's a God makes claims on us He's a God that calls us to holiness as his people. Thank you for listening.